You're listening to the Assembly Call IU podcast and postgame show. The place where Indiana fans across the globe hang out online after every IU basketball game. If you want to get more out of being an IU basketball fan, then make sure you're subscribed to our email newsletter. Go to assemblycall.com slash join today and sign up for free. That's assemblycall.com slash join. This episode of the Assembly Call is brought to you by Crane Credit Union. Get a $150 deposit into your new Crane Credit Union checking account when you get e-statements, have direct deposit, and use your debit card. Plus, there's no monthly service charges and no minimum balance to open your account. Stop into any of Crane Credit Union's 14 locations or visit their website at cranecu.org for more information. That's cranecu.org. Crane Credit Union is federally insured by NCUA. And now, get ready for another brand new edition of the Assembly Call. And welcome, Hoosier fans, to another off-season episode of the Assembly Call. I am your host, Jared Morris. As we mentioned on a few episodes last week, and as you probably read about in the paper or on Twitter or wherever you get your IU basketball news, it was a historic weekend uh, on campus for Indiana basketball as finally the great Bill Garrett was honored on Indiana's campus with a historical marker commemorating his achievements, uh, certainly as a player, but more importantly than that, uh, being the guy who broke the gentleman's agreement that the Big Ten schools at the time had about not playing African-American basketball players. Uh, Bill Garrett, just a hugely important figure, not just, again, in Indiana basketball history, but in the entire history of the school and the Big Ten Conference and college basketball at large. The ceremony was this past weekend. Josh Margolis, who is an intern this year for us at the Assembly Call and also at InsideTheHall.com with our joint internship program, was at the ceremony. He performed a number of interviews and asked me if he could put together a podcast uh, to share with you all. And of course, I was more than happy uh, to allow him to do so. Uh, Very excited to allow him to do so. In fact, really proud of him. Uh, for how much effort he put in uh, to covering this event. So uh, what you're going to hear now is the podcast that Josh put together. He'll introduce himself at the beginning. Uh, But if you want some more insight and knowledge on Bill Garrett, who he was, what he meant, and why this event this past weekend was so important, please listen on. I think you'll enjoy it and learn a lot. And without further ado, here's Josh Margolis. Hello, everyone. This is Josh Margolis with a special edition of the Assembly Call. I was lucky enough to be in attendance at the Bill Garrett ceremony and dedication of the historical marker on Saturday uh, in Bloomington. And from that, I was able to conduct a couple of interviews uh, with Casey Pfeiffer of the Indiana Historical Bureau, with Billy Garrett Jr., the son of Bill Garrett, uh, Tom Graham, the author of of a Bill Garrett biography, and with Marvin Christie, a former teammate of Bill Garrett. So we'll start with Casey Pfeiffer. Official title is State Historical Marker Program Project Manager. She'll talk about what exactly this historical marker is, what it represents, and how it came to be. We 
receive applications from the public every year for new marker topics. And when this one came in, there really was no doubt as to the significance of this topic, both at a statewide level, but at a national level too. Um, the research was stellar. I mean, Tom and Rachel did a fantastic job with their book and the primary sources that are available here at the IU archives and through digital newspapers um, are just so um, easily accessible and really speak to the significance of Garrett as well. Um, it was very fascinating for me. I love sports and I love history, so to combine the two um, was really uh, a wonderful, wonderful treat for me to be able to do this marker. And Bob Hamill was saying that uh, it's, it's, this is the first historical marker on the IU campus? Yeah, that's directly placed on uh, the IU campus. So this is for the sta uh, state marker. Um, we have another marker for Hoagie Carmichael, which is kind of along the main stretch um, by uh, the Gables and stuff. So it's just outside the campus, uh, some of the campus buildings. Um, but in terms of directly on campus, this is our first state one. Uh, we have another marker that's kind of by the Kroger um, here in Bloomington that marks the original site of the original uh, university. Um, but this is our 10th marker here in uh, the county. So we're very excited about and it. And to get, you know, Jim Delaney here from Video Message and all yeah. the speakers today, what does that mean? Oh, again, I think it just speaks to the significance of Garrett. I think it speaks to the significance of and the work that the applicants have done, that IU has done to get everyone here. Um, that, you know, I, I think some people talked about it earlier today, but really everyone got the story and understood that um, this is a legacy that has lived on. Um, Garrett was the right person for the right time. And I think so many people know, and rightfully so, that Jackie Robinson was breaking the color barrier in baseball in 1947. But I don't know how many people know that just a year later it was happening in Big Ten College Basketball and then would go on to happen in several other conferences as a result. So, again, I think it's just a testament to what Garrett was able to achieve, what the men like Fabian de France, Herman B. Wells, Branch McCracken were able to do by giving him a chance to come here. Um, and it was a chance he took um, and really thrived with it. So. And uh, I believe it was the provost that said, you know, this was kind of a long time coming. Yeah. Is that a sentiment you agree with? Yeah, yeah. So, um, Bob, uh, Tom and Bob, you know, they applied for this marker about two years ago, um, and we've been working on it almost nonstop since then. But um, in terms of, uh, you know, this being a worthwhile story, I mean, this marker could have gone up years and years ago, and uh, we're just so glad that it's up here today that we can continue to share this story with so many people here at the IU campus and anyone who comes through. Um, I use a stellar organization, institution, and um, it brings so many people in. So hopefully, again, this story will continue to get shared. And uh, how, did, how did the Garrett family, it seemed like they were pretty receptive to everything. Yeah, the, uh, the Garrett family has been fantastic. You know, I my correspondence with them was not as uh, great as um, Tom and Bob's, but um, anytime we emailed, they were so you know supportive of the marker, always looking at text for us, letting us know um, you know that they were in agreement with everything, and um, you know just the fact that so many people came from so far today. I know they were telling me some from Chicago, some from Texas, Louisville, so all over the place. And again, it shows the respect they have for uh, Bill Garrett, uh, their family member, and uh, we're just very happy that so many could come. And could you talk about the, I guess the marker itself? What it? I know yeah. I, there's a few photos that we're previewing sure. what's going to look like. But what it yeah, so our state historical markers um, all have a standard format and design. They're cast aluminum signs. They're mounted on a post. Uh, they feature a dark blue background with gold leaf lettering. And uh, the thing that really distinguishes them is they have the outline of the shape of Indiana and the crest at the top. That's how you know it's really a state marker. Um, and there's a credit line that really it, it shows that's you know the year it's been installed. I know this marker we say installed 2016 because that's when we ordered it and um, we had 
originally been thinking of an October dedication date, so that's why that year has, is on there, not 2017. Um, and then IU, you know, is the big one who's listed on the credit line because uh, they're the ones who really supported this project. So, is there anything else you want to add, or that I might have missed, or that you want input on? No, just that this is, uh, you know, again, we're very honored to be a part of this, to be able to share Garrett's legacy, um, and we just hope that others continue to learn this important story. The second interview I did was with Billy Garrett Jr., the son of Bill Garrett. Uh, he spoke at the ceremony, was the final speaker, gave an impassioned, emotional 10-minute or so uh, speech. After that, was gracious enough to give me some of his time. So first off, um, obviously it's been a long time coming uh, for, for something like this, the, the ceremony, the dedication. What does it mean to you and your family? Oh, we're, we're just, we're really, really proud, you know, to be here and that IU honored him in, in that way, um, you know, because, you know, our father's, our father's uh, legacy and gets to live on forever, you know. So, I mean, it's just an opportunity. It's, it's not something that happens for, you know, for a lot of people, you know, for a lot of reasons. But to be able to, you know, come back 30, 40, 50 years from now and, and and, and somebody will be will tell the Bill Gates story if it's just a marker. Uh, it, it's an honor and a privilege. All the testaments today that have been told about Bill's uh, character, is, what does that say about him as a, not only a basketball player but as a person? Yeah, well, I mean, I just, like, like kind of mentioned before, he, he was just committed to our positive growth. So, you know, I, I didn't really realize, you know, how, quote-unquote, with the air quotes, a big deal it is. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because that's not how he carried himself. He just tried to leave things a little better than what they, than, than what he got him. And, you know, that that's what he did with us every day. Every day he just tried to be an example or lead us and guide us into being a little bit better the next day. How much work uh, with your family and the Indiana Historical Society went into making this a reality? Oh, it was, I mean, you know, like like Tom Graham and, and the Kaufman family. I mean, you know, they, they're the ones who spearheaded and got this, you know, got this done. And, it, and it, it took an enormous amount of time and effort and concern and care and concern. And, and not not only, you know, just for my dad and his dad and his legacy, but because they thought the story, like you said, it just needed to be told. So it, it, impact, it, impacts, it impacts the world. I mean, you, you would like to say it impacts the world, but it, it, it definitely can impact your, 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 immediate, your immediate family. And then, you know, that may stretch out to somebody else and then somebody else. So the ripple effects, uh, you know, they, just, they, could just, they could be endless. And with those ripple effects, with the, the marker going on campus, what do you hope? Uh, the legacy that it leaves. I, I mean, I, I, I hope that it, it will leave a legacy of inclusiveness, you know, so that, you know, we'll, we'll include people who not, might not be the same, you know, as you and I or, or just have differences in opinions but can still share, you know, share a, a soda and, and a conversation to make somebody else who they might not necessarily know just to help that help somebody else you know so how do you want Bill Garrett to be remembered uh, by the community at large um, how do you remember well I I just you know I I remember him as just being you know a caring father who who was trying to you know provide for provide for his family 
Uh, and I'd like for him, you know, to, to be remembered as just, you know, a, a caring person who, you know, tried to tried to play it forward. His good fortune, he tried to play forward and share with with everyone else to to just be a little bit better than what what they were when they when, when they when they you know, first interacted with him. Next up is an interview with a former teammate of Bill Garrett, Marvin Christie. Played with Garrett uh, at Indiana in the 1940s. Couple things specifically about this interview. Uh, one, he mentions the manager of the Morrison Hotel. Uh, that was an instance uh, when they, the team traveled to Northwestern and had to move hotels because of the discrimination at the time. You will also hear a reference to Clyde Lavellet. Clyde Lavellet, a basketball Hall of Famer, ended up going to Kansas and played against Bill Garrett in the 1947 high school championship game. I knew him, uh, well, I, had, I didn't know him personally. I knew, who, very well knew who he was at, at Shelbyville because I, <coughs> oh, excuse me, I, I saw that final game when uh, they played Garfield at Terre Haute and Clyde Lavellet was six foot nine inches. He was the first giant, you know, that uh, we had. And <laughs> not only in Indiana, but it, there weren't that many big guys. The biggest guy when we played uh, at IU in the Big Ten was a guy named Rayfeld from uh, Wisconsin. He was 6'7". But anyway, um, Garfield of Terre Haute was undefeated. Uh, and uh, it would have been a wonderful thing for them to win everything, you know, like, like IU did in 1976. But Garrett played in front of Lavellet, and they couldn't get the ball to Lavellet. And, and of course, Garrett was a—he could jump enormously high, <laughs> and uh, he basically he won the game, you know, uh, for Shelbyville. And then at IU, I, yeah, we were good friends. We uh, uh, we scrimmaged together. We, he always guarded me. It seems like in practice, <laughs> and because uh, uh, I, I was fairly fast and of course he was taller than I was but he was only six six two and a half or I think they had him six three on yeah. programs to make it look a little better <laughs> but, but still really small you know for uh, and we had a senior that was Mr. Basketball from Kokomo here at IU named Tom Schwartz and uh, it really upset Tom that McCracken uh, started Garrett uh, in place of Tom in place of Schwartz but, uh, and uh, other than that, why, uh, uh, you know, we were roommates on, on our trips, uh, on our basketball trips. Other, other than that, why, you know, we socialized a little bit. We never, never did anything exceptional, but uh, we, we were just good. Even afterwards, even after he went to the service, uh, as, you, as you know, the... Uh, uh, Boston uh, state director, and uh, he couldn't go because the the army got him. I I was one A, but I got admitted to med school, and I got deferred until I got out of med school. So I got like, but then when Bill went with the Globetrotters, why uh, I'd see him at Indianapolis, you know, when they when the Globetrotters came there. In fact, he'd get me tickets to the Globetrotters when they played uh, when they played in Indianapolis. But other than that, why he. We lost a good man at a young age. I think he was only 44 or something. 45, yeah. 45, yeah. I was happy to see him win the state championship at Christmas Haddocks. 
but just just a wonderful friend to have, a wonderful memory. This is a great occasion, but it should have been done long before this. Because, yeah. <laughs> but I'm I'm glad they I'm glad they finally recognized what a what, what a wonderful guy he was. Yeah. There's a lot of talk about you know his outstanding character. Is there a story for you with your time uh, with him that stands out that displays kind of that character? Well, I think the biggest thing about his character was the was all the all the uh, jazzing and people throwing programs at us and uh, stuff like that. And Bill just absorbed it. He, you know, I, I don't know how in the world he did it. You know, we we offered to fight some of those guys, but of course they'd always they'd always take off. Just like that manager at the Morrison Hotel, he 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 can pass out insults, but he couldn't stand there. But McCracken would have killed him. <laughs> If he'd have got a hold of him, but that that guy knew when he better get get out of there. So, uh, but he was Bill was just a wonderful uh, person in the sense that he could he could accept the things he did. When they came, um, th there were three uh, 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 black boys at, at, on Shelbyville, and when they came to Indianapolis, the hotel uh, wouldn't let them stay. They had to stay out in town when they played their final game against uh, Garfield at Terre Haute. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I, I thought that was terrible, but, but they did it and they absorbed it. Maybe that's how he learned to do it. It, it wouldn't help to fight, you know. His his legacy is a lot is a lot better, no, knowing that he, he was so calm, cool, and collected, you know. But he, I guarantee you, he took it out on the opposition on the basketball court. <laughs> he, he was relentless. <laughs> a, a guy six four, six five didn't make a difference to Bill. He could. He could guard that guy out, rebound him, and everything else. So. You were saying that this is, you know, it's a long time coming for this to happen. Uh, but now that it has happened, as it, would you say it met your expectations or what you expected for a ceremony like this? Oh, I, I, I didn't expect near this. Uh, uh, these, these eloquent speakers and, and this crowd had me amazed. When I walked in here, the uh, usher said, "You know, sit up here," and. Uh, I said, what are all these seats for? He said, we're going to fill them. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. So I, th I think that's wonderful. Yeah, really wonderful. So. Lastly uh, is an interview with Tom Graham, co-author of Getting Open, the unknown story of Bill Garrett and the integration of college basketball. Uh, Tom Graham previously last week was on a podcast with Jared Morris uh, talking about the preparation for the ceremony and about the history of Bill Garrett and his legacy. Now that it's the ceremony's over, the dedication finished, uh, he's reflected on it a bit and talked about possible future plans regarding Garrett. It feels wonderful. It is very, very gratifying, I would say. The day went, the ceremony, both the indoor speaker ceremony and the unveiling, as well as it possibly could, it was a great group of people, all with connections to the story, and it just couldn't have gone better. Uh, the fact that, you know, Jim Delaney, a video message, and some of the current IU basketball players were there, what does that say about, you know, him, the, you know, Bill Garrett want, um, being remembered and his legacy living on? Jim Delaney's speaking by video was very important to the ceremony because it was an acknowledgement by the Big Ten of Garrett's importance. It wasn't just an IU breakthrough, it was a Big Ten breakthrough, and, and implicitly it's an acknowledgement of a Big Ten gentleman's agreement that, uh, that Bill Garrett broke. So, so it was very important in that way. The fact that the IU basketball players turned out, several of them, was it was just quite touching. I'm sure they had better things that they'd rather be doing on a Saturday morning, but, the, but that they 
came was 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 very nice. Um, was there anything in particular that someone said that that touched you or that you were maybe surprised by or didn't expect? The speeches by Bart Kaufman and Billy Garrett in particular were from the heart and very moving and very personal. And uh, that that touched me a lot. I think it touched everybody. And the historical, uh, the historical marker, what do you hope comes out, out of this in terms of people going up and seeing it and maybe being remembered? And well, being remembered. it's very well placed uh, where uh, thousands of students will pass it, lots of people will pass it, it's very, very visible and easy to see. It also is placed in front of the field house where Garrett played, which is named after Aura Wildermuth. And yesterday the Bloomington Herald Times carried a column by Andy Graham that called for a change in the name. Uh, I Several people mentioned that to me. I think it's quite possible there will be a movement to do that because it is in Congress, frankly. And you think now that you know, the, the marker's here and you can sort of see the contradiction, the fact that you know the marker's in front of the building where you know the, the Wildermuth kind of called, you know, was I'm trying to want to phrase it. Well, I, I, I will for you. He made yeah. bl blatantly racist statements, which Rachel, my daughter and co-author, found in the IU archives and we quote in the book. And they, they are not, they're out of the ordinary. They're, they're hair-curling racist statements. And the, the incongruity is just painfully apparent. We were asked sometimes by reporters in the lead-up to this, would the Garrett family object to having this marker in front of the building with Wildermuth's name? And my answer was, the problem is not the marker. The marker is for a very good thing, you know, a, 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 a breakthrough for integration. The problem is with the name of the building. So is that is it your hope now that maybe, because you said that there's some work being put into it, that the name does get changed sometime in the near future? Yes, frankly, I think it should. Uh, I think maybe 10 years ago when this was first raised, not so many universities or institutions had changed names for, for uh, segregationist or slavery reasons in the past. Uh, that's now become fairly common. Lots of universities have. Confederate flags have been taken down from uh, state houses in the South. And there's nothing so unusual about acknowledging that kind of wrong and, and uh, changing a name. So what is there anything next besides change, maybe working on changing the name of the building that you're looking forward to or doing in regards to the Garrett family and his legacy? <laughs> yes, I, I'm tempted to say we're making a career out of this, uh, out of prom promoting Bill Garrett, not 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 the book, the story, and the the value of the story. But but Bill Garrett should be in the National Hall of Fame. It's it's it cries out for him to be in the Naismith National Basketball Hall of Fame. They even had a, have a category for African American pioneers in basketball, and if he isn't an African American pioneer in basketball who deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, I don't know who is. Is there anything else you want to add that I might have missed or that you want to touch on regarding Bill Garrett? Well, just thank you very much for, for, for coming and for being interested in it. I thought the crowd today, I think I may have said this, was extraordinary in its commitment to Bill Garrett and the story. It was a, like a who's who of people connected with the story. We're very lucky to have a very beautiful sunny day for the unveiling, and I'm just very happy about it. That's going to do it for me. Uh, my thanks to Casey Pfeiffer, Billy Garrett Jr., Tom Graham and Marvin Christie for their time. For the assembly call, this has been Josh Margolis.
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Assembly Call. If you want to support the show, please share The Assembly Call with a friend or family member who loves IU basketball like you do. You can also visit assemblycall.com support to learn a few ways you can help, from donating to grabbing official Assembly Call gear to buying IU merchandise that you'd buy anyway but using our special affiliate links, which get us a commission. We rely on the support of audience members like you to keep the Assembly Call alive and growing. Once again, the URL is assemblycall.com support. Thank you, and as always, go Hoosiers. Sticky notes, email alerts, a string around your finger. They're just not big enough. So here's a big reminder from the California Lottery. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is over $250 million. Whew. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player client. Rocket Pro Insight is the innovative product designed to give real estate agents control like never before. Get full visibility into a client's loan status, adjust their approval letter amount, help them clear roadblocks, and manage it all in one place. Sign up today at rocketpro.com slash real estate and get the freedom to check a client's progress from anywhere at any time. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. MLSConsumerAccess.org number 3030.